You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. We will continue now with our questions. And the question is, sometimes when I'm very positive and energized, there is this feeling of being so on the edge of something magnificent. And it's like a high and I'm expecting anything could happen. Is this a love frequency? What does Source say it is? All right. Well, yes, the love frequency is definitely positive. And, it's, and I have to say this, that it is, it is only positive. Okay, so in other words, there is, there's no negativity in God's love. None at all. Okay, and I'm going to tell a couple stories here because they illustrate the point. And it's also part of our challenge because each moment we're choosing whether we're going to be in that reality or whether we're going to be in a polarized reality. Each moment we choose that within ourselves. Okay, so as some of you may have known who've listened before, uh, when I travel I go through some anxiety about flying. Well, this one particular time, I was in high anxiety. And let me say that, like, the fear would come on suddenly. It has no logical purpose to it whatsoever. Uh, You know, I am aware that I have gone down in a plane crash in another life. Okay, but anyway, this particular day, I was having a very difficult time. I don't know where we were flying to and from. I know it was from Minnesota back to San Diego. Anyway, so... I was asking Source for help, and of course, Source comes in right away and says to me, um, can you imagine, imagine that you're in Paradise Earth, and just let yourself feel that if you were on this airplane and you were in the Paradise Earth reality, what's the difference? Right, well, immediately, all of a sudden, everything became my friend. The clouds that were causing a bit of turbulence suddenly became support support clouds holding the plane in the sky. The plane itself suddenly was excited about the fact that it was taking me someplace joyful. The people at the receiving end in San Diego suddenly were preparing a celebration for all of us to arrive. And it was a total difference because it was like looking out at everything and seeing that everything is for you rather than against you. And source is saying this is actually what God's love is, that it celebrates everything. It celebrates your existence. It welcomes you. It accepts you. There is no danger. There is no threat because everybody, everybody loves you. And nobody wants any ill will towards you. Okay, so when you're feeling those sorts of feelings where you feel really positive and you get that feeling that anything is possible, it's because it is. In those moments and in those frequencies, miracles happen. Anything is possible. Paradigms change. The laws of physics change. Okay, it's a very different reality system. Yes, that is the love frequency. And the truth about the love frequency is that it's constant. It doesn't change. It's reliable. It doesn't change its mind one day and suddenly give you something negative. You know, there's a famous line in the Course in Miracles that says God would never offer pain to you. 
And that's a really important thing to remember. Because many times people, you know, especially when it comes to suffering, there's people who believe that suffering is necessary, that God gives suffering. None of that is true. We experience it because we're in a polarized perception in our consciousness. Okay, but it is not God's will. And I think that's important to remember. God's love is constant. It's welcoming. It's non-threatening. It's stable. No matter what you've done, it'll still just offer you another chance for happiness. And that's, that's the reality that we need to be choosing every single minute and we need to be remembering. A quick throwback to the questions on DNA activation that you were speaking about earlier, Angel Rose. What can we do to assist our own DNA activation? How is DNA activation different or similar to Kundalini? Okay, well, uh, that's a good question. Kundalini uh, does activate DNA centers. Okay, so Kundalini is really the, the God force in your body. It literally is God's energy in your body. And it, uh, it's, a, it's a fire, okay? But it's a purifying fire. So it's located uh, at the base of our spines and it's dormant. And it's, most of us, it's dormant. Uh, what it does do in the dormant state is it allows us to be able to reproduce. Um, and when we have sex, you know, it creates another life form. Now, kundalini rising can happen spontaneously in some people where all of a sudden they, they have one. They don't know what hit them. It's a very powerful force of nature. Other people, it's a gradual ascent through the purification of the animal nature. And that's really what kundalini rising is. It will gradually move up the spine. And when it does, it hits each chakra. And in each chakra, you have a vice and a virtue. Okay, but as long as we are under the influence of our animal natures, which is the desire body, the pleasure body, the pleasure pain body, let's just say. Some people would call it, you know, our egos, small e. As long as those are running our lives, that kundalini stays in the lower, the lower centers. It doesn't rise up through the higher chakras. Basically stays in the pleasure pain, uh, fight and flight, aspects of ourselves. However, this kundalini, it has the ability, is it every time we make a choice that is loving, that is harmless, that is kind, we raise our kundalini up our spines. Okay, now, like I say, it's gradual because as it goes through the chakra system, it does a purification act. Okay, so Some people come in, for example, here's the thing. Some people come into their incarnations only to work on particular chakras. So let's say they didn't master particular virtues in another life. They'll come in just to be having experiences where they are being given opportunities to choose the higher side as opposed to the the lower side. And this is what we're all doing on a personal level. Now the chakras are, you know, the rise of the kundalini and the rise up the chakras is connected to DNA centers. Okay, so for example, um, the root chakra would cover, 
DNA 123. The navel would cover 456. Um, the solar plexus would cover 789. Okay, and on up, okay, on up through the body. All right, so like I, I said, we have a 12 strand activation potential in our current human form. And anybody who tells you that you've got 22 strands that you can activate, they're, they're not right. Not in our current human form. Okay, so that I have to be clear about that. Okay. Did I answer everything or the parts that I missed? It was about the DNA activation. Can, what can we do to it? What can we do? Yes. Okay, well, like I say, and I, I know I'm being so repetitive, there's lots of things you can do. I mean, there's kundalini yoga, number one. Yoga itself will start to balance off the chakras. There's, there's meditation. You can meditate. You can just monitor your own consciousness on a daily basis and look into what your thoughts are and what your true feelings are. And you can look at where you get reactive, make different choices. You know, there's lots of ways to move yourself up into higher frequencies. Now, Angel Rose, sorry, just bear with me one second because there's somebody made a very interesting comment. Uh, one participant said that they wanted to link back to what you were saying earlier on with your observation of the red and yellow colors and the current conversation about Kundalini. Our next question, is a financial crash predetermined to occur? You know, I hear source say, no, it's not. And the reason it's not is because we have to remember that anything is possible. Okay, so I mentioned earlier that what I was seeing was that different governments were talking. There were lots of conversations going on about the financial condition of the world. Okay, so there's still things being talked about. There's still, um, you've got the people who, you know, they're, they're into domination and control and they would like nothing better than to have all of us uh, be down on our knees so that we have to be dependent still upon them and their money and their their uh, services. Okay, so you do have that camp that's trying to orchestrate things to make us stay dependent, especially since, uh, you know, the world is waking up to the shenanigans that have been going on and the, the corruptness and underhandedness that has been going on in world governments. Okay, so a lot of us are getting smart to it. So what they're trying to do is, well, we, we better cut everybody to the quick before they wake up too much and cause too much resistance. Okay, so they're trying to orchestrate things that will once again take us down to very, very basic survival level so that we're not thinking about what they're doing. We're only concerned about how we're going to live, how we're going to eat, are we going to have heat and food and clothing and medical assistance if we need it. So you definitely have that camp that is working to orchestrate things that'll keep us in that sort of reality. Okay, however, there are other governments of the world that are also understanding that the planet itself, okay, in our environment, 
and the condition of how well can we sustain life on the earth, a lot of other places are understanding they have to make changes if they care about the survival of their people. So we've got sort of some conflicts going on now between, you know, what's going to happen? Are we going to just do things to the people where we continually kill off some of the population, where we keep people on their knees, uh, we take away everything from them so that they don't know what to do with themselves, they don't know how to survive anymore, or are we going to come up with life-supporting solutions for our planet? And right now you've got conversations going on in both directions. So this becomes really important where we put our own focus, okay, because we can use our thoughts and our visualizations to be supporting that there are solutions made, okay, that make it win-win for everybody on the earth, okay. Now, that may sound like an easy thing to do, but we really do need to understand the degree of our own survival issues on a day-to-day basis, okay. So I'm asking us to move our consciousness away from worrying about our own little survivals to putting energy into that new paradigms will surface and occur that become nourishing and life-supporting for everyone in the world. Now, remember what I said earlier, too, about how when Source had me imagine that I was in a Paradise Earth situation, the common thing was everybody was welcomed. Everybody was considered um, important, valuable, equally valuable, equally worthy, okay, of all good things. And in the situation today, for example, let's just use the, all the refugees as an example. You see two, those two things going on. You're seeing some countries take in some of these people, welcome them, okay, and provide for them and help them. And then you're seeing other people, you know, kicking them, um, you know, wanting to get rid of them, not wanting to welcome them into their country because they're fearful that somehow they're going to take, you know, what's theirs. You're seeing these two camps play themselves out all over the world. And where each one of us is in these situations, whether we go into fear that we're not going to have enough, or we go into danger, like, who are these people? What are they going to do? Or whether we welcome them as part of our human family determines where the the weight of the energy goes. And we have to remember that whatever's the strongest energy is the thing that's going to take precedence. Long story short, the financial collapse is not does not have to happen. No disaster has to happen. It only happens because we're split in our consciousness, okay, and we have forgotten how to survive on our own, so we're codependent, and that's how they have power over us. So, you know, we've had many of these groups where Source encourages us to be self-sustaining. Even if you live in an apartment building, you can grow vegetables in a window box in your apartment. You know, there's no excuse for... When you go to the grocery store, pick up a couple extra gallons of water, 
have some of that stuff, you know, get a camper stove that's a little propane in case your power goes out. You know, there's things that we can be doing. Okay, we can be sharing more, you know, when you make a meal and you know you have a neighbor who's poor, make a little extra and bring some over. You know, this sort of thing is stuff that we all have to become kinder, you know, with more sharing and also less dependent on the government. What is causing the drought in California? All right. Well, I do see that it is um, a bit of weather interference. In other words, some of it is orchestrated. Uh, Part of the reason is um, a little bit of population control. In other words, you're watching more people move out of California uh, because of the water. So I think part of it's a way to reroute some people to other locations because there's a huge population here. California also produces a large majority of the food that feeds the United States. Okay, so like again, some of it is a a population agenda, uh, an agenda to put in more laws that restrict personal freedoms. The truth is, is, you know, we do have the technology to make it rain. So there's no reason why the powers that be could not bring rain to California. It looks to me that some of it is definitely being orchestrated. I'm trying to look to see, is it is there any natural causes? And I don't see it. I see that it's been an interference uh, by the powers that be to reroute populations, to pass other restrictive laws. Because they could easily make it rain. What will be the effects of the cosmic wave that you mentioned was coming? I know you did go through a lot of the uh, effects earlier on. Do you want to elaborate on that? All right. Well, again, it's already been happening. It's not that it's coming on September 23rd. It, It actually already is has begun. We're already feeling the effects of it. Okay, and um, the effects of it are interesting because when cosmic waves come through and they uh, are higher frequency waves, more and more of us will have moments where we feel that we are, let's just say in heaven or in some sort of blissful awareness. Do you ever have those days when you look out and everything looks incredibly beautiful and you feel like you're in a other reality that the beauty is so awesome? So we'll have more and more of that where people's hearts will be awakened. They'll feel deeper and deeper levels. They'll be more intuitive. Uh, I know somebody who uh, just got a message the other day now to all of a sudden take some money out of the bank. All right, so, and this is a person that wouldn't normally be psychic. She just got this hit, um, doesn't really know too much about the details of the finances of the world, but got this hit to take money out. Now, just as an aside, it's a good idea to take some of your money out of the bank, enough to last you at least a couple months. And you also want to consider 
if you have stocks, turning them, uh, selling them off and getting some gold and silver. Because even though I'm seeing that you're not going to have a complete total world financial collapse, you are going to be watching um, little rev- little pieces of it occur. Such as we watched, you know, Greece, for example, the people there can only take a certain amount of money out of the banks now. So you do need to be thinking of those things enough for one or two months at least, preferably two months. But anyway, as far as the wave goes, the wave is definitely for an upgrade or an upliftment in your chakra tune-up. It is, I'll explain something else to you all in a minute. But it's it's benevolent, in other words, is what I'm saying. It's Again, it's to take people to a higher level of awareness, activate some DNA strands. And I've already covered the evidence to tell you if that's happening. Okay, so that's the effect of it, really. And I've had my own little experience of it already. And uh, what I was actually shown is that when the chakras are all purified and they come online with one another, they actually create sound tones. And those sound tones are, when all the chakras are in alignment, uh, the sound tones emitted from the chakras create a beautiful, particular harmonic tone that creates portals uh, into other dimensions. Okay, so this wave has the ability to catalyze those chakra systems coming more in alignment with one another. Okay, but you do have to remember that because we're in a polarized universe, anything that still needs to be cleaned or let go of, um, all of that stuff's going to come up. Okay, so we have to be aware that, you know, we may be being activated uh, in an irritating way as well. Okay, but when that starts to happen, it's not because the universe is against you or that bad things are supposed to happen to you. It's because there's, you know, negativity within you somewhere that has to be cleansed. And and part of it could be from other lives. It could be from ancestry in your family. It could be from a whole lot of things. But this is the time of cleansing and cleansing occurs right down to the cellular level. We have a number of questions there in the lineup, Angel Rose, that you've already covered. Like, for example, uh, living through the financial crash, earth climate change is coming, uh, advice for spiritual growth. So the next question then is, how does source look upon the human condition in general? Wait two days for that one, Hannah. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. Let's see. Well, source looks on everything with love is is its, what it's first saying. It looks on everything with love. However, and it, and it has compassion for the human condition, actually, but it does recognize that we are very off center from our relationship uh, with the cosmos and with source. Uh, in other words. It, I feel like it's looking down, looking at people who have forgotten who they are, who've kind of gone awry, who are who live in fear, a lot of us. So, you know, it does see that there is definitely 
a turnaround that has to occur with people. They have to get back to remembering who they are and to know that they're loved. I think it's showing me that it's the biggest thing that Source is aware of is people do not believe they're loved. They believe they're guilty. We're kind of reversed to what Source's intention really is for us and how we are to be with one another and be with ourselves. But to answer the question, Source has infinite love and compassion for us, but does see the need for us to have a turnaround in our consciousness and awareness and to recognize what's important. And that is, is that, you know, love is all there is. Are we all just on our own personal journey or is there more to it? It's a good question. Okay. Okay, so both are true. Okay, in other words, we're all on our own personal journey. And a lot of the world we see is from our own perceptions. What we think is true, how we feel about ourselves, what we think of the world. Okay, so in one sense, we're all, you know, co-creating our own personal little realities here. But on the other hand, we are, I see, the source has shown me a picture of a collection of souls who are all doing a journey as one. So in other words, we're all doing journeys. We're all on our own journeys, but we're all doing it together. Does that make sense? And we, we have each showed up for each other's journey. By the way, you know, the people who populate our lives, the things that occur, we're all showing up to help each other on their own, on our own personal journeys. Does that make sense? Is the world we see our own personal dreamscape? But let's see if we get a different answer. Okay, well, source is saying yes and no based on the previous answer. So yes, it's our own personal dreamscape in how we see everything and how we interpret everything, but we're all on a journey really to get back home to ourselves. In other words, okay, here's, here's what's interesting about this. On one level, you can say this is all a dream, and, and it's all a dream because of the illusory perception of reality that we have. And by that I mean, in true reality, there isn't any, there's no negativity, there's no war, nobody's hurting one another, there's no attack, there's no threat. Okay, in the true reality, that's the truth. In an illusory reality, you make up uh, these negative conditions. You believe in suffering, you believe in pain, so you experience them. And there's a collective agreement about that because we all have a distorted, polarized consciousness. At that level, we're in a dream, okay? Because we're perceiving negative as well as positive. We're perceiving love as well as hate, you know? So that's the illusory world. That world is a dream. And it's based on our own individual perceptions of how we see things. But once you move closer to the true reality where you really understand that source offers love to everybody regardless of who they are, what they've done, that's all that's going on. And you move closer to realizing that 
and choosing that, okay, then all judgment goes out the window. Judgment upon others, judgment upon yourselves. You lose the desire to judge. Then all of a sudden, you don't experience this negativity in the way that you used to. Then you're moving into true perception. Okay, so gradually as that happens and you just become love yourself, all of a sudden you are not somebody who's learning. You're somebody who radiates light. You know, you become a Christed being. You become a son, S-U-N, who gives life. Okay, and then you're in alignment with the true reality. Our next question, what is Source's definition of the Rainbow Bridge? The Rainbow Bridge. Okay, hang on. Source is defining the Rainbow Bridge as you yourself, when your whole chakras are in alignment, like I mentioned earlier, because you, you become a bridge yourself between dimensions. Okay, so the rainbow bridge is when all of those chakra circles are perfected and they're all like you've got your red circle, then your orange circle, then your yellow circle. Okay, when they're all perfectly tuned to their virtuous aspects, like I say, they create a harmonic that becomes a bridge between this world and other dimensional worlds. That's a true rainbow bridge. So let me go through the profundities, as we like to call them, basically the summary of everything that we've covered here today. Angel Rose started talking about how the earth was heating up and is displaying red as well as a healing yellow color. Predictions say a takedown of the grid and financial collapse is imminent. However, source says an unsettling period is ahead due to people moving through turmoil and shifting from precarious to a glorious potential of increased frequency. Financial circumstances are orchestrated politically. Governments don't want a complete financial crash as they use most downturns to their own advantage. Discussions are underway globally to navigate the forthcoming changes. Purification is not a punishment. All earth changes affect each person differently. Despite earth changes, our world will continue. When deciding what to do in this time of change, make changes for the benefit of all. This time of change is a process which many will not successfully navigate. Each moment, we are embedding codes into our time stream through our thoughts and feelings. Stay away from predictions, as we are in a universal quantum field that responds instantly in the moment. There are races of beings living underground on Mars. Mars became uninhabitable from cosmic forces, not from self-destruction.
Providing answers from a place of love is to become love. People respond to loving kindness. Therefore, you spread truth best by becoming it. Everyone is in their own relationship with God's source, and everyone is safe in divine love. Not casting your pearls before swine is a valid maxim for conservation of energy. It is up to each one of us to be a loving presence. Many of us are missing a deeper communication with the consciousness of nature. The earth herself is a most powerful healer and supports our physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. Ascension is a function of our own awareness. Psychic gifts are an indicator of awakening consciousness. All circumstances, even negative ones, are an opportunity for spiritual growth. Many species have come to earth for the opportunity of expansion. Being spiritually aware does not mean you will never experience negativity. You just react to it differently. Reinventing yourself is one form of the challenge of manifesting our own reality. We must be willing and able to let old orders die. Learning through negativity is not a function in wholeness, but in separation. There is no negativity in God's love. Each moment we have the opportunity to choose love. God's love celebrates your very existence. The frequency of love is constant. Kundalini rising activates DNA centers, precipitating purification. In our current human form, 22-strand DNA activation is not possible. Financial disaster is not predetermined to occur. There are governments that understand we must make changes for the survival of our people. Others pursue their own agenda of power and control. Move your thoughts to nourishing and life-supporting outcomes for everybody. Everyone is equally entitled to love and joy. The strongest energy, even if that be negative, is the one that wins in this paradigm. Some of the California drought is orchestrated to reroute populations and limit food production. When higher cosmic waves come through, we feel the euphoria of God's love. Cosmic waves give us a physical DNA tune-up. Cosmic waves give a sound tone harmonic that creates portals to other dimensions. Negativity comes up for purification in a cosmic wave. Source recognizes we are very much off-center in our relationship with our cosmic home. The biggest issue to be turned around is in people believing they are guilty. We are all on our own personal journey 
as our lives are lived from our own perceptions, we are also on the journey as a collective. The purpose of our dreamscape is to wake up to ourselves. In a true reality, there is no war, pain or suffering. Source offers love to everyone equally. So that's the end of the profundities. I'm going to go ahead now and begin the meditation to Paradise Earth. So let's begin by bringing to mind our intention and let's be pure in that intention. Our intention is to travel to Paradise Earth, which already exists right now at a different frequency band to what we're familiar with here on Earth. And we will journey there and bring back the frequency of perfection, the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness, and integrate it into our own lives, the lives of our family and friends, and outwards into our communities, our cities, our countries, our planet, and on outwards into the universe. So close your eyes now and make yourself comfortable where you are. Become aware of yourself sitting or lying and feel the contact of your feet or your body on the ground or the bed or the chair. And take a deep breath in. And on the out breath, just feel you're letting go. And take another deep breath in. And again on the out breath, just feel the release, the letting go. And one more deep breath in. And let go. Find yourself relaxing. Relax your head, your face, your jaw, and your tongue. Relax your neck and your shoulders and your arms. Relax your hands and your fingers. Feel your chest relaxing. Relax your back and your stomach and your hips, your legs, knees, calves, ankles and your feet. Now see in your mind's eye the number three appear three times. And then see the number two appear three times. Feeling more relaxed now. See the number one appear three times. Know that you are perfectly safe and you're always in full control of this journey. Know that you can open your eyes anytime and you can be back in your room anytime you like. Now in your mind's eye, look over to your right side and see a staircase with 12 steps leading down to a hallway that leads to your quantum doorway to Paradise Earth. Become aware of your surroundings. Is the staircase crystal or wood or stone? 
Is it cool or is it warm? Is it rough or smooth? Begin going down your steps now. Down steps one, two and three. Continuing down deeper, more relaxed now, down steps four, five, and six. Down steps seven, eight, and nine. Deeper now. More relaxed as we go down steps 10, 11, and 12. And you find yourself in your hallway. There is a door ahead of you that leads to Paradise Earth. And before we enter, let's bring to mind our intention today. We will go through this door to Paradise Earth and bring back with us, in full memory, the frequency of perfection the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness, and we will integrate it into our own lives. So standing in front of your quantum door now, when I count to three, the door will open, and you will jump through the door into Paradise Earth. One, two, three. Jump through the doorway now into Paradise Earth, and you will have plenty of time to explore and I will come to bring you safely back in a few minutes. Okay, it's time to come back now. So find your door that leads back into your hallway. And remember you are bringing back with you the frequency of Paradise Earth. So on the count of three, you will open your door and jump back into the quantum hallway. One, two, three. Jump back into the hallway now. Door closing behind you. Now that you're back in your hallway, begin walking to your staircase. Going up the staircase now, up steps 12, 11 and 10. And feel more awareness coming into your physical body now as you go up steps 9, 8, 7 and 6. Begin to become aware of where you are right here, right now as you stretch out your legs and your hands and your fingers up steps five, four and three. Become aware of your in-breath and your out-breath. Take a breath and stretch up steps two and one and find yourself in your peaceful place. 
and when I count to three, I will snap my fingers and you will be wide awake, back in your room, feeling better than ever before. One, two, three. Wide awake. I'm going to ask Angel Rose to come back now and to close the records. All right, thank you everyone for your participation today and your wonderful questions. Remember to enter your comments on worldofempowerment.com. We appreciate you all being here and participating. We love you all so much. Until next time, blessings from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a World of Empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.